Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 17. In your Bibles, 
on your phones, on your tablets. Amen. We live in a different world today. <laughs> and that's good. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 17, reads like this. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Listen to the Revised Standard Version. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O God, my strength and my redeemer. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk about thankfulness again today. Being thankful. Thankful. Part two. We talked about it on last time I was able to speak. <laughs> and we were talking about the fact that that we need to be thankful because God has brought us a mighty long way. God has brought us out of the trouble, the storm, and the rain. Literally. God has brought us out of the storm and the rain. And our attitude ought to be that of gratitude. We ought to be grateful for what God has done and is doing. And the last time we talked, we said that there were basically four specific areas of our lives in which and doing we should be thankful. The Bible here lifts up some ideas here that we ought to be thankful for. And the first one I talked about was that we ought to be thankful while we are suffering. Remember we talked about that? We talked about when stuff happens because we discovered that if you keep living, stuff will happen. And my voice couldn't say it right. But I think I talked about some, um, some bull stuff. That's nonsense. So you get things that happen in your life that you have no control over, and then you get nonsense that comes into your life. People who try to block and mess with you and talk about you and all that other kind of stuff, that's nonsense. See, we can't do anything about the storms of life when things happen that's out of our control. And you know, we talked about one lady who, when Elijah, when God had told Elijah to stop the rain for three years, and this lady was caught in that none, that, 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 that stuff that was happening. That was something that God was doing. Famine was in the land, no rain. There was economic, messed up, everything was messed up. But the Lord told this woman to go to a place. And when she got there, she met an old preacher, Elijah. She had just enough food to take care of her son, and she was going to die. And Elijah said, fix that stuff for me. 
Make a little bit of it for me. What I'm saying to you is there are things that happen to us that we have no control over. And God says here that in our suffering, we still ought to give God some thanks. Now we are not thanking God, the text says, in all circumstances. It didn't say thank God for the circumstances. Did you hear me? But while you are in it, you ought to be thankful. Because things could have been even worse than what they were. Whatever you're going through, the Bible describes, tells us that God can take whatever you're going through and use it to make things better in your life. Isn't that, isn't that kind of strange? The Bible says all things work together for good. So no matter what you're going through, even if it don't seem like it's the best thing in your life, God says, I can use that to make some of the things happen in your life. That's good news, church. Because while I'm going through some things, while my mind is all discombobulated, I have to rely on the fact that God is still in the blessing business. That's a fact. God still loves you. And God is not going to do anything to you to mess up your life. He's not going to do it. Now, you got all kind of other folk out there that's involved in nonsense that will try to stop you, that will try to get in your way, that will try to do some things that, um, that they think they're in control of. But I've discovered that every time somebody tries to do something bad to me, when God got something for me, there's nothing you can do to stop it. Now, I agree, I agree with you, you can slow some stuff down. You can slow it down, but you can't stop it. When God got something for you, you're going to be blessed anyhow. Yeah, so we said that we ought to, so I said last time uh, that we ought to, we ought to, we ought to be thankful in our suffering. Now, and I don't know, I'm not sure I'm going to get through all four of them, but today, the Bible also tells us that we ought to thank God in our success. Be thankful when things are going well. Uh, James 1.17 says this, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Every good and perfect thing is from above. So, 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 so I'm, so I'm here to state clearly, listen, that, that God says everything that happens to you that is good, it's God causing it to happen in your favor. Isn't that some good news? And when things are going well, <laughs> you ought not think that you're doing it all on your own. See, a whole lot of us believe that because things are going well, somehow we had a hand in it. And what I've discovered is, is that I, I, I may be doing some things, some things that are right, but I know it's a whole lot of stuff that I'm doing that's not right. Y'all don't have to say amen. I know y'all are in church and y'all are all perfect today. 
but I know that there are some things that you ain't doing right. How I know that? Because you live it. And all of us, the Bible says, have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says, if you say you have not sinned, it says you are lie and the truth is not in you. That's what the book said. I didn't say that. The book said that. So I know that all of us have made a mistake. There was a, um, a man, I'm reminded of a story a few years back, where a man and a woman uh, gave a generous donation to their church in honor of the memory of their son who lost his life in the war. And when the announcement was made during a worship service, a woman sitting in the service whispered to her husband. She said, let us give the same amount for our boy. And her husband said, come on, wife. She said, he said, come on, what are you talking about? Our son wasn't killed. He's still living. And the woman looked at him and said, that's just the point. Let us give as an expression of our gratitude that he was, that he was not killed, that he's alive. See, every now and then, we ought to give God thanks for what is going well in our lives. We don't have to always, we don't have to always, you know, be thankful, be going through suffering. Sometimes things are going well. And the problem with a whole lot of us when things are going well, some of us say, oh, Lord, something must be going, something must going to go bad because things are going too good. We can't, we, <laughs> we can't live in success. We can't live when things are going well. But every now and then, God blesses us. Things are going well. The children are obeying. Yeah. Yeah. You're not arguing with your spouse. Amen. Praise God. The people at the work are not fussing with you. Your boss is not acting crazy. Your car is, is you know, is, is, is okay. Got good tires on there. The engine is running right. Everything is going well. No, no leaks in the roof. All that kind of stuff. You hear what I'm saying? Every now and then things go well. It's because God is still blessing you. And we ought to give God some praise and give him thanks. When things are going well. There was a poem that says, uh, there was an anonymous poem that said, Today up on a bus, I saw a lovely maid with golden hair. I envied her. She seemed so happy. And how I wished I was so fat. When suddenly she rose to leave. And I saw her bobble down the aisle. She had one foot and wore a crutch. But as she passed a smile, oh God, forgive me. When I whine, I have two feet, the world is mine. When I stopped to buy some sweets, the lad who served me had such a charm. He seemed to radiate good cheer. His manner was so kind and warm. I said, it's nice to deal with you. Such courtesy I seldom find. He turned and said, oh, thank you, sir. And then I saw that he was blind. Oh, God, forgive me when I whine. I have two eyes. The world is mine. And then when walking down the street, I saw a child with eyes of blue. He stood and watched the others play. It seems he knew not what to do. I stopped a moment 
Then I said, why don't you join the others, dear? He looked ahead without a word. And then I saw he could not hear. Oh God, forgive me when I whine. I have two ears. The world is mine. With feet to take me where I go. With eyes to see the sunsets glow. With ears to hear what I should know. I'm blessed indeed. The world is mine. Oh God, forgive me when I whine. Amen. You see, every now and then, we ought to just give God some thanks for what's going well in our lives. Because you don't know what other folk are going through. Yeah, they may look good on the outside, but you don't know what they're going through. You ought to give God some thanks for what he's doing for you in your life. Yeah, we ought to give God thanks. Because every now and then, things do go well. And I give God some praise when things go well. And then church, we ought to give God, the Bible talks about not only giving God thanks in our suffering and giving God thanks in our success, we also ought to give God thanks in our supplications. In other words, being thankful when we bring our request, our prayers to God. Verse 4, Philippians 4, 6 says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We ought to give God thanks when we pray. It tells us, give thanks, but the verse right before that tells us to pray without ceasing. Two ideas are very much connected. Unfortunately, many people, especially new Christians, view prayer as a wish list. We think prayer is just going to God and just saying, God, I want a new house. I want a new car. I want a new wife. Well, I want a, want a, a wife. Amen. I want, want a new husband. <laughs> I, I, I love my wife. I keep, <laughs> I'm going to keep the one the Lord gave me. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some obedient children. Give me, give me a miracle cure. Give me, give, let me win the lottery. Amen. That's what we pray for. And, and by the way, I want to thank all of you who played the lottery to help the church. I know, I know, know y'all. All of y'all were playing so y'all can help the church build a new church. I know, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody was playing for themselves. They were all playing for the church. I appreciate that. But apparently nobody won from here. <laughs> Amen. But again, notice the two words when you look at the text. It says, with thanksgiving. We're to be thankful for the very privilege of prayer. It didn't come without a, with a, with a horribly high cost. Yes, Jesus said, uh, shed his precious blood to allow us to come into the presence of the Father again. It's an honor and a privilege that we need to be thankful for. Every prayer we pray needs to be voiced with remembrance of what Jesus did to make our relationship with the Father possible. We're also thankful for the past answers to prayer. We need to be recalling how he's been faithful to us all along. 
Have you ever prayed and God answered your prayer? Then we ought to be thankful for what God has already done. Yes. Yes, yes. We need, we need to be thankful. We need to be, we need to be thanking God in our prayer. When you come to your prayers, you ought to be thankful to God when you begin to pray. Thank God. Thank God for what he's doing. Thank God for what he's going to do. Thank God for what he did to you in the past. Because God wants us to be thankful. Yes, yes. Not, not, not only in church, God wants us to be thankful in our suffering. He wants us to be thankful in our success. He wants us to be thankful in our supplications. But also God wants us to be thankful in our service. And, and, and we call, the black people call that worship. You know, we call, you don't say I'm going to worship, you say I'm going to service. Yeah, because that's what we do. We come to serve the Lord in our worship. But we ought to be thankful as we connect with God. Uh, Hebrews 13 or uh, 15 says this, Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips that gives thanks to his name. Colossians 3.16 says, Singing with thanksgiving, a thankfulness in your heart to God. Yes, we've seen in the previous uh, messages that worship begins with a sense of reverence toward God. But it begins with an express from our lips to, uh, 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 in thanksgiving. Look at the words of Psalm 100. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with a joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are the people, the sheep of his pasture. The Bible says that when you come to worship, you ought to give God some praise. You ought to worship God. See, I know a lot of folk come to church saying, I don't get nothing out of worship. And y'all have heard me say this before. But you ought not to come to church to get something out. Because, see, God has already done his thing. God woke you up this morning. That's worth it. That's worth it. That's praise right there. God got you up this morning. See, a whole lot of folk wake up, but they don't get up. So God got you up. And then God got you out of bed to come down to the house of the Lord. You ought to give God some praise right there. Listen. God got the sun up this morning. That's worship enough. He got the grass on the ground. That's worship enough. God already done his thing. He ain't looking for you to get nothing out. He's looking for you to put something in. When you come to church, you ought to come to put something in. Not take anything out. Yeah. When I come to church, I come to praise his name. I come to give him some praise. Because he's worthy to be praised. Yes, he got us through the storm. He got us through the snow. He got us through the rain. He got us through the sunshine. I praise God because he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Yes, he is. He's a worthy God. He's a mighty God. He's a loving God. 
He's a great God. He's a magnificent God. Yes, He is. Oh, I wish I could hoop my lungs through him. I call His name. Yes, He is. Oh, I feel like giving Him praise. I feel like shouting His name. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We serve a good God. And when you come to church, you ought to give him praise. Give God some praise, church. The door of the church is open. An attitude of gratitude. We ought to just come and be thankful. Be thankful. And see what I thought about church when I thought about preaching this sermon. I thought about this, this new church. I know we're four years old, and we headed for five, but we're here four years. And I thought about where we were. <laughs> thought about the trouble that I was in. Didn't know what I was going to do. My mind was discombobulated. But oh, but the Lord. had some folk out here who wanted to worship and not walk. Who wanted to give God praise and not talk about each other. So I thought about where we were. Then I thought about where I could have been. And then I said, Lord, you brought us here brought us a mighty long way. I remember when we were over at the hotel and I kept telling y'all we can't move in this building. <laughs> but somehow they, we couldn't get no movement. Couldn't get the city to do anything. But somehow the Lord gave us some person on the inside. working on the inside and then we had I think it was Senator Curry somebody called the senator the state senator and the state senator called the county and said what y'all doing to them folk down there look you got to thank God for the folk on the inside and for the pressure on the outside God used all of that. And then I look at us in this building. Y'all don't know the trouble that we had. But oh, look at God now. Look what God is doing. Look how God is moving. We got young people dancing. We got the choir singing. We got a guy on the bass over here. Out the blue. Hit that face for us, Donna. Hit that face for us. Give us something on that face. <laughs> Let me tell you what God is doing. God is able. 
So when I think about the goodness of the Lord, all I can do is be thankful for what he's doing in the lives of the people of God. Give him praise, church. Give him praise. Oh, I wish I could tell all of our stories. We have so many stories to tell. So many people who have given, who've done things. And they've done it, some of them done it behind closed doors, and they've given secretly. They've done things. I wish I could tell all of our story. But listen, this, this story is not here just because of Bell. I, I'm not, I, I, I remind myself I'm not the story. And that's why I always tell y'all, don't focus on the past. Because I'm just a vessel that the Lord is using. But I guarantee you that I won't be here forever. And we got to learn how to focus our attention on Jesus and not just on the past. And when we put our focus on Christ, this church will continue to grow. Folk will continue to come because they know that the message is about Jesus Christ and him alone. There might be somebody here today who's heard the word of God, who's been thankful for what God has done for him. You have not given Christ your heart and your hand. If you're here today and you've never been baptized, if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to come right now. Will you come? Will you come today? Will you come out of those aisles? Will you come? There might be others here today who are looking for a church home. Never, you need a place to call your home. You need a place to be where people will love you, will suffer with you, will celebrate with you when things are going well in your life. Will you come? A place where we can help raise your children. Will you come today? Will you come? Will you come and be a part of this fellowship? We're here today. Will you come? The door of discipleship is open. Will you come? And then there are others here who need prayer. We ask you to come and stand around this altar where we can touch and agree with you in prayer. Will you come today? Gracious God, we come to you today. Yes, Lord. 
For you are the only living and true God. Before you there is no other. We give you all the praise today. For you are mighty God. We love you so much God. Because you heard our cry. But no one else could understand us. No one else really cared about us. You sent your only begotten son to die on an old rugged cross. You got him up, oh God, to show us that you are still in the resurrection business. That you are still in the reconciliation business. That you are still in the blessing business. That you can take all of our concerns and you can raise them up back to wholeness once again. So, Lord, we come to you today on the first month and the last day of the first month of a new year. Lord, we give you the praise today. Thank you. We come, God, because we are thankful. We are thankful that you woke us up this morning. Thankful, God, that you got us up this morning. Thankful, God, that you put shelter over our heads. That you put shoes on our feet. Clothes on our back. That you allowed us to have transportation to get from A to B. That you put resources in our way to provide for us. We're thankful today, God. We're grateful. Just so glad to go today, Heavenly Father. We come, oh God, because we want to pray for these who are standing around the altar. You know all about their concerns, God. You know all about their issues, their challenges. You know all about the things that 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 that, that hinders them, oh God. And we bind every evil spirit right now. We bind it in the name of Jesus. And we lose your power of healing right now. Your power of love. Your power of justice. We praise you right now, Lord. Lord, there's somebody here who's going through cancer. We want to lift up Christy Darkwell, Lord. Who had cancer surgery and who made it through, Lord. You brought her through, Lord. We give you the praise for her. Lord, we lift up these who have these cancer challenges. Lord, you know all about cancer. You know all about growth out of control. That's what it is. So, Lord, we just ask that you would touch the cancer spot right now. We know that you are still in the healing business because you got all power in your hands. We just ask that you would touch right now in the name of Jesus. Then, gracious God, there are those who have some heart issues, heart problems, heart diseases 
blockages in their veins. But Lord, we know that you are still in the blessing business, in the healing business. So thank you, Lord, for those who are recovering from heart conditions. There are others, Lord, that got a different kind of heart condition. Maybe they haven't forgave right now. Maybe they haven't learned how to love like you, Lord. But, oh, Lord, we ask that you would give us strength. Thank you, God. Give us courage. Give us boldness to forgive those who have trespassed against us. Help us, oh, Lord. Help us, oh, Lord, to have a different kind of heart condition. Then, gracious God, there are those in this house who need a touch of their pocketbook. Lord, there are some of us who need a touch from your blessing power. But I'm reminded of what Paul wrote. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. I'm reminded what David wrote. That the earth is the Lord's the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein the cattle on a thousand hills is the Lord's all the diamonds in Africa is yours all the oil in Arabia is yours Lord all of the sand in California is yours God it's all yours so Lord we ask that you will bless your children Touch your children's pocketbooks right now. Some of us, oh God, are in need of a job right now. God, we pray that you open up the doors of opportunity right now. Some are in need of people using our businesses, oh God. So God, we ask that you will flood the gates open right now. That people will use the businesses that we've established. Then God, we pray for those who need a promotion on their job. Pray, Lord, that you will find favor with the, with the bosses that be. Then, gracious God, we just ask you to touch all of our finances right now. I said you will provide a way out of nowhere. You will a, find a way, God, to fix some of the problems in our homes. And not only the pipes and the refrigerators and the things that go broken, but the things in our own families, oh God. Yes. Our children and our relationships and all those things, Lord, that need to be healed and fixed. We ask, oh God, that you would fix it right now. Then, God, we pray for our nation. We got some people who are running for president, oh God. And you know who we need to bring on, God. So we ask that you would show us the way. Heavenly Father, we pray for our president, yes. President Barack Obama, that you would continue to put a hedge around him. Yes. Help him do the right thing, Lord, in spite of all the criticism. Bless his family and his captain. And all of those, oh Lord, that we are duty-bound to pray for our governors, mayors, 
county executives and even our bosses on our jobs. We ask, oh God, that you will pray for the council people, that they will make right decisions. Then, God, we ask that you would just bless the legislatures, not only in the state and the city, but also in the United States government. Heavenly Father, we pray for our military, our young men and women who are being stationed all over the world. Now God may end up fighting foreign wars, but oh God, you are still able to protect their lives. So God, we ask that you would put a hedge around them. Help our government, so God, make right decisions. Then, oh God, with all of our prayers have been prayed, our songs have been sung, our duty has been done, our service has been served, our preaching has been preached. We've done all we can do down here, oh God. Give us a resting place somewhere in your city, somewhere in your place of worship, oh God. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Give God some praise, church. He is worthy to be praised.